0: Hey everybody. Thanks so much for listening to Resilient Love Podcast. This is your girl Bree and I just have a short thought on my mind. And what I want to share with you all is the word unity. You know, when you are united with somebody or something, that means you are connected. If I could give you Webster Dictionary for Unity, let me look it up for you. Unity. It means if I can find it. (laughs) That's what happens when you start your thoughts. Okay, here it goes. Unity. The state of being united or joined as a whole. The number one. So the state of being united join as a whole you know when you are connected to an organization a religious organization or even your actual family when you begin to go different routes in life you get exposed to different ideas this is the this conversation is sparked by something quentin and i were discussing earlier and we were just making a point of just like on your job, right? This is the example. You work for a company. It could be all of two years, all of a year. and Or it could be longer. Some people have worked for companies 15, 20, 30, 40, etc. Right? So get that example in your head right now. Now, think about the last job you worked. Put it in your head. The last job you worked are you still associated with anyone from that job? Now, if you say yes, that means they were your real friend. They were there was somebody who sincerely wanted to be a part of your life. But if you say no, excuse me you were only in their life or they were you all were only connected by one unifying factor and that was the job the location the the organization that's the only reason why you all were connected now now here here's the real point of this episode today understand that every relationship has a reason in a season. And when we begin to assess things with those two qualifications, we understand the purpose. So, let me use my last job for example. My last job was at a child care or child development center. From that job, I have still remained connected As far as conversation with a lot of those individuals, but in the totality, based upon how we were when I was an employee versus how we are now. When I have exited, you can tell there's a shift. Why? Because I'm not a part of that culture anymore. Because I'm not a part of the inner conversations anymore. Yes, we do check-ins with each other. Yes, we say, hey, how you doing, girl? But the reality is, it has shifted because I shifted. (laughs) Now, this is not an indictment in the words of Apostle. This is not an indictment against anyone from that organization. Love y'all if you're listening. But the message is not about them. It's about the concept of shifting. When you shift gears, you're going to the next level. When you shift locations, you're doing something a little bit greater, something that's going to help you to elevate higher. And and sometimes you look back at what you had and you say, well, dang, I thought what I had was... What I was supposed to have, but what I had was only to help me to get to where where I want to be, where I desire to be. And so, in essence, we cannot allow what we had to almost hold us hostage or hold us back from what we desire. So, again, think about that example I gave you today. And remember, unity, right? Remember shifting and remember that you can once be unified or as a whole with one thing. But when you shift, you become apart. You never thought about that word apart until I said it right now. But see, sometimes you have to break apart. You have to move apart from what you had in order to get what you desire to have. And that's the next level. And that's what we like to call here on Resilient Love, the level up. Some of us miss the level up because we are stuck on the last level. You stuck on the last season, the last chapter, the last relationship. And see, that's the thing about positioning. Last means behind. First means in front of. So you first have to move forward in order to get to where you desire to be. So I got a little happy on that. But Q, do you want to add something before we close this episode?
1: Nah, I don't want to top. I can't top you right now. So you... Chess, checkmate. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I just have to say that be thankful for your shifts. When your eyes open, when the scales are removed, believe it (laughs) and move on. Mm -hmm. Move on in faith. I mean, to stay in a place so long. Okay, so biblically speaking, to me, spiritually, God will only let you stay in a place so long that you have conformed a comfortability. Mm Mm-hmm. It is not pressing you, pushing you but or it's pressing you and pushing you in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to send messengers, dreams, and other warnings to help you to move on and make the shift. The shift ultimately is a choice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some people get stuck because they don't Trust the shift. Yep. And the shift is deeper than people. Mm Mm-hmm. The shift is deeper than places. Right. The shift is more about the calling and the purpose. That's good. As we heard today, the new. What is the new that you're going to the next level? It's always a new level. Mm Mm-hmm. So, are you going to be part of the new, or biblically, are you going to be part of the old wine skin, or are you going to elevate into the new wine skin?
0: Because you can't put new wine in old wineskins, which means you cannot put this new perspective back in the old one, because the old one is just what it is. You have been transformed because of the shift.
1: I might make up some words, but I don't even care. Some folks have been so... Tra- How can I say it? Some people have been so traditionalized that they are going to miss the shift. Traditional-
0: traditionalism.
1: Traditionalism. So, in essence, it makes me think about Noah's Ark. Okay. If you don't see the shift, then clearly you ain't gonna get on the boat. Mm. If you can't see the shift in 2021 of July, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be on the boat. Unless a miracle. Mm-hmm. Which miracles happen every day and every hour. But it's your choice to grab it.
0: It's your choice to grab it.
1: So if you're, not, if you're not understanding, and this is the part about the arc. The art is so mental and spiritual. It has no physical presence. It's just you have to catch the shift. Okay. So you have to be in tune, aware, discernment.
0: So the ark would not have been built without the level of discernment and relationship then that o- Noah had with God to get the directions.
1: Then obedience.
0: Then the obedience to build. And follow directions because he asked him to bring two by two. The so the shift does make you look silly. For a season.
1: How can I make? Yeah, yeah. Because
0: there was no water. Yeah. There was no evidence of a flood but, happening. But
1: that's where faith and trust build.
0: Uh-huh. So faith and trust build your actual ark.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: your ark, Faith and trust. That you heard God's direction.
1: I mean, when you were five, you couldn't see you were going to be an educator. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But when you got to college, you said, okay, I'm going to be, you chose to be an educator. You didn't see it come to fruition until three and a half years later. Mm -hmm. So you got to walk a thing that didn't make sense, maybe to you at times, maybe to other people, but you have to continue to walk Mm -hmm. until it comes to pass. You have to be willing to look like a fool. But deep down inside, you already got the confirmation.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So here's the part about society. Society moves according to people versus according to God. Mm -hmm. I'd rather look like a fool to people and know I'm on the right road, man. All right. And so what I was just thinking was life... Many of you know, life is hard, and you know, we got a lot of cliche sayings. Life is a challenge, and it's a challenge for a purpose. But the rules to life are simple. Okay, follow direction, obedience. Deserve. It means in order to have the, the, the transfer to have discernment. It's like a money exchange. Okay. To have discernment means you have to begin to build relationship versus religionship. Mm-hmm. You start to hear things that others can't hear. You begin to discern things that others might. You begin to tap into whatever gift. Was designed for you. Mm-hmm. To operate in. So.
0: So number one. Be whole. With God. Mm-hmm. That should be your unity. That should be your united front. Yeah. Christ. Not a. Religious organization. Not a civic. And
1: never. That point is very valid. But I don't want Get it twisted where don't forsake fellowship, but don't let fellowship forsake God. Mm. Don't get it twisted. Okay. It's a shift. Keep the main thing the main thing. Right. Fellowship is fellowship. Just like certain times, there's business and there's personal. To mix the two... is trouble. It's trouble. And
0: if we get too caught up in fellowship, and not our
1: relationship with God. Got to put the with God. We form relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. We have a form of godliness and deny the power within when we begin to operate in one area more than the other. Mm-hmm. So you got to shift. If you see yourself right now kind of caught up on some stuff from your past and you feel like you alone in this season and you just... Honestly, at a place where I thought I had this certain thing or this certain group, I we want you to know today, number one, be united with God. Number two, grow your discernment. Because when you're, you're united with God, that's going to help you to grow your discernment and get clarity in this season. But and once you get that clarity, you can truly walk by faith and not by sight.
1: But religionship is a tricky thing. And the reason you should have... Relationship, not religionship, and don't get stuck in fellowship, but make sure you're in good standing in relationship with God. Is because religionship will have you looking at the homeless man that walks through the door, ill, instead of, sir, what can I do for you? How can I help you? Because you have when you when you get in fellowship, fellowship comes with a diverse group. You get a little of this, you get a little of that, you get a little of this. You got to be careful not to have itchy ears. Guard your ears, guard guard your gates. Guard your ears, but what whatever you hear. If you hear, it, sit here, sit there, and hear it long enough, it will begin to come out of your mouth. And you will be, what you, you you're, what you surround yourself with, and. Those that you surround yourself with, you have the power because you always have the choice to speak up. Not in a boastful way, but correction. We have to help him. That's the Christ like thing. We can't. You know, you know, Bree. Like if we keep it in honest, some people, and I'm not, this is not the this is just general. Some people may see the homeless person like Oh, they homeless. Not knowing the homeless man got a degree too. Mm-hmm. It's just his challenge looked different than yours.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: all got a challenge, but we get stuck on the appearance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And not the service.
0: That's right.
1: So I know I just took the long way to Walmart, but
0: (laughs) hopefully you guys understand our point of literally having discernment on who you're connected with. If you don't get nothing else from this episode, just understand that you need to have discernment in your
1: connections. And that's more than just people. I would like to say people, places and things because they all have power.
0: If we give it. If
1: we give it. Yeah. It got as much power as we allow. Wow.
0: That's right. That's right. So, anywho, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye.